this is the time of year that most people start to feel like they're ready to give up. Now, there, there was a reason why New Year's resolutions are a cliche, and that is because most people quit on them. I'm recording this here on September 24th, 2020, but the truth is that no matter when you're listening, whether it's in 2020, 2025, or the year 3000, the temptation to quit, the overwhelm, the challenges, every year they're always there. For sure, 2020 is a year that's going to go down in history for a lot of reasons. I've joked about it, but it certainly created a lot of moments for us that I will never forget. While we grew up with our parents telling us stories about walking to school uphill both ways in the snow, trust me when I say I'm going to tell my daughter I walked uphill in the snow both ways to stand in line to get toilet paper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has been a crazy year, guys. There's no denying that. And here we are. It's fall, and I know what a lot of you guys are thinking. I know a lot of you have been overwhelmed by everything that this year has brought. And when I keep bringing up the conversation of goal setting, a lot of you guys have said, like, Lisa, what is the point? Some of you, when I've asked, what do you want to celebrate on December 31st? You've said, I'm going to celebrate this year being over. And I want you to hear me on something. That this, these kinds of answers, I've been doing this for about four years now. And people have told me and asked me, what's the point? Or I just want this year to be over every single year. So that's not something unique to this year. Now, to be clear... If you have not felt disappointed, overwhelmed, scared, anxious, uncertain, and you haven't ugly cried at least a few times this year, you probably aren't human. This for sure has been an unprecedented year. And the fact that you're still here, that you're still listening to this, that tells me something. If you're still listening to this, there is something inside of you that not even 2020 can take down. There's something inside of you, my friend, an untapped and unrealized potential that really deserves to come out. By the end of this episode, you're going to see that you actually already did accomplish a lot in 2020, whether you're giving yourself permission to realize it or not. You're going to stop wondering, what's the point of setting goals? Trust me, I'm going to tell you. You're going to see how you can set goals without them being overwhelming, so you can set yourself up for the rest of this year and for 2020 and beyond. If you're curious about what can you realistically do, what can you actually get done, oh, don't worry, I've got you covered. This episode's a quickie, but get ready for an inspirational heart-to-heart pep talk from me to you because I know what's possible for you. I know what you're capable of and what you're missing out on if you don't do this for yourself, for your life, for your family, for your dreams, for the intention and the intention that you deserve. So listen up. Here we go. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Well, hello there, Golden Girls. Thank you so much for joining for this episode of Golden Girls Podcast. It's been a while since I released an episode. I got sick at the beginning of September, and I'm literally still getting over it today. Actually, I've had to pause already this recording a few times to let out a crazy cough. So the good news is, is that it's not COVID. We've been tested. Uh, But the bad news is, is that I've been sick and I was at home from daycare. And let me tell you, it's a whole thing. And hopefully I get through a bit more of this episode without coughing. Needless to say, I'm excited to be back 
to be feeling a bit better and honestly to be more intentional about batching episodes for you guys in case I do get sick again this fall, which you know I have a toddler and if you have a toddler, you know that's probably going to happen to us. Today, I want to give you a pep talk and speak to you from my heart to yours about some of the things I know you're thinking and you're feeling because I'm getting your messages. I'm seeing your comments. I'm chatting with you guys in our communities. Now, I'm recording this in 2020, so there's of course some references to, you know, all that 2020 is. But this pep talk applies anytime you're ready to give up. Anytime you hit this time period and you think and you wonder, what is the point? I'm already overwhelmed. Goal setting feels heavy. All of those things. This is for you. If you feel like you haven't accomplished anything this year so far, you feel like you've been slacking off, if goal setting feels overwhelming, if you're too busy, you're doing everything for everyone else, you're wondering, why bother? And you're thinking, what, what, honestly, what is the point, Lisa? Like, what can I realistically get done between now and the end of the year? Well, I'm here to tell you what you can realistically get done to step into your best self and to get ready to feel more energized no matter what is going on. You are going to hear why having a goal or intention is going to change everything for the rest of the year and how to do it without the guilt, without the overwhelm, without the stress, because we don't want any of that. Instead, we're going to make it fun and heartful. Heartful? Is that a word? Heart, I don't know. Heartfelt and soulful. Let's just dive in. So I want to start this episode with a shout out and an inspiring story to share with you. So this is a shout out to Laura, who is a member of our Golden Girls community. But let me take you back just one month. A month ago, she joined our live workshop and she had a goal in mind. She wanted to create a course to help her step away from her always trading her time for money. But there was a problem for Laura and it was that this had been a goal for over a year and nothing had happened. She knew what she needed to do. She knew she wanted to create a course. She'd gotten started, but it felt overwhelming. She was stuck and she wasn't able to figure out how to move through and actually make it happen. Maybe you can relate to this. I know she's not the only one. Here's the thing. Laura's also not one of those people to just sit around though. And at the workshop, she got the clarity she needed, which is awesome. And she realized two things. That first of all, instead of creating this huge overwhelming project like she had been, she could actually do a mini course. She also realized that if she really wanted what she said she did, which is freedom in her life, she needed to take steps to make it happen. That the only way to free up her time and allow her to create income passively was to stop overanalyzing, stop overthinking, stop overperfecting, and get her course out into the world. She tapped back into her why and decided to make a change. So guys, she came to the workshop in August. It has now been less than a month, and Laura just launched her first digital course. Get this, it's super cute. Real Talk, like R-E-E-L, Real Talk, your quick start guide to creating reels that get seen. And it is awesome. Laura is the founder of Bird and Brand Management, which is a boutique social media agency that has a wait list for a reason because she's really good at what she does. And now you don't have to wait on her list to learn from her because her new course is all about reels on Instagram. Since they've come out, her reels have reached hundreds of thousands. And yes, I just said hundreds of thousands of views. It's gained her thousands of new followers in a week at times, and most importantly, grown her business and the business of her clients. Obviously, huge congrats to Laura for taking action, for joining the workshop and actually getting the clarity, and then getting going. It's a huge accomplishment for her first digital course to be in the world, and I know it's going to be a huge success. If you want to learn more about Reels, make sure you check out Laura's course. I've put a link in the show note for you guys. Listen, I'm not an affiliate, a partner, anything like that, but I listen to everything that Laura tells me about social media because she does it with heart and integrity, with fun and smart strategy. I know you guys are going to love her just as much as I do. 
So big congrats, Laura. We're so happy to have you in our community and we can't wait to keep watching your reels, listening to your real talk, ha ha ha, and most importantly, watching you get the freedom you want from your business. Isn't that so inspiring? I just love sharing success stories because, I mean, obviously we want to celebrate Laura and all the other amazing women that we celebrate on this podcast, but I also want you to hear that you can do it too. That's the biggest reason why I share. All right, so let's let's strip down all these things and what's making you feel like you want to give up. One of the most common things I'm hearing right now is women saying, oh, it feels like I've slacked off all year. I haven't accomplished anything. Let me just set this straight here. Guaranteed, my friend, guaranteed that that is not the truth. So let's just change that right here, right now. I want you to stop feeling guilty and stop feeling like you've slacked all year. But here's a little secret. It is hard to just you know, quote, stop doing something. So what I want you to do instead is think about adding something. Add in celebration. Reflect on what you have done and create a routine around this. Whether it's every night you decide before you go to sleep that you celebrate three accomplishments. Maybe every week you celebrate with your partner or your work team. Maybe you get your kids to share something that they're proud of with you at dinner. Make it a habit and make it a routine. The reality is I am sure that you have not slacked off this year, that there is something that you have accomplished or something that you've learned And even if you've had a ton of challenges, even if you've made mistakes, which makes you human, by the way, there's still something that you can look at and appreciate in yourself. Chances are that you just need to make it a habit and a routine to celebrate, to look at yourself, and to really recognize what you've done. So I want you to think about adding this instead of, you know, stop guilting yourself. Like, think about adding things in. That's the secret to building habits and creating change. Chances are you just have to look at this from a different perspective. Sure, maybe you didn't accomplish every goal you set out to. Maybe you didn't travel to the countries you wanted to. Maybe you didn't go and launch your event business or whatever else COVID-19 may have prevented you from doing. But did you surprise yourself with your resilience? Did you homeschool your kids and have to learn middle school math again? Oh my gosh, if that's you, give yourself a trophy. I want you to start by recognizing what it is you have done so far, how you've shown up, how you've bounced back from setback, how have you continued to get back up, how have you supported those around you, how have you shown up? I mean, heck, you're still listening to this, you're still interested, you're still there. All of this matters. Celebrate it. Recognize yourself. And stop saying you haven't accomplished anything. If you've made it this far, you are amazing. Also, remember this. Never give up because great things take time. Seriously, not success. We always think it's a straight line up and it's not. Great relationships take time. Great friendships take time. Empires, they take time to build. Children, they take a lot of time to raise. Nothing happens immediately. Sometimes, and trust me when I say I need this advice too sometimes, we all need this reminder that it's okay for things to take time. Do not let your drive and your passion or your desire for something make you feel that unrealistic pressure or those constant expectations to get things done. Instead, build in a way for you to appreciate what you have done, to celebrate, whether it's every day, whether it's every week, with your family, with your team, with friends, with your partner, whoever that is, and recognize how far you have come. All right, let's talk about one of the other things that keeps coming up, which is people saying that goal setting feels overwhelming or it feels really heavy right now. Let me set this record straight for you right now. Your goals do not have to be massive. In fact, I actually don't even care what your goals are. I mean, I do care, but I really don't. Goals are just intention. If you're living your life without intention, you are setting yourself up for survival mode and for living your life with regrets. I know that sounds harsh and I know I was like, okay, we're going to keep this light, but let me just say this. The point of me saying this is not to make you feel like you need to be doing more. 
All you need to do is shift from the heaviness of goal setting to simple intention setting. And there's a few really easy questions you can ask yourself and think about it from now for the next couple months or from now till the end of the year. How do you want to feel? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? Like those simple questions can really go a long way. If you have the answer to those, it will probably give you an indication of what you're looking for and give you some ideas of simple tweaks that you can make. Maybe this year has got you feeling run down. You've done everything for everyone else and it's your turn to make time for yourself. Trust me when I say we're going to talk a little more about this. But maybe you just set an intention that for the rest of the year, you're going to commit to getting eight hours of sleep a night. Maybe there's some self-care you need to incorporate back into your routine. Perhaps you commit to taking one evening or one afternoon a week off just for you. Maybe you want less stress and less uncertainty. And while we can't guarantee what's going on in the rest of the world, what you can do is ask yourself, what can I control? And maybe you commit to asking yourself that every day or every week. If you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe your intention or goal is to reduce the overwhelm in your life. Do you see where I'm going with this? (laughs) A good place sometimes is actually to think about how you don't want to feel and then look at the opposite. So if you know you don't want to feel overwhelmed, then look at the other side. Do you want to feel peaceful? Do you want to feel calm? Do you want to feel rested? Think about those things then that then you can do to make you feel that way. Your attention, your intention, your goal, it doesn't have to be big. You know, like I think sometimes we put this crazy pressure on ourselves and that's not what this is about. It could be something simple like writing a thank you note to somebody new every week. It could be reading a few pages of a book every day. It could be learning to meditate. Um, You know, maybe you do have a big goal. Maybe you do want to start a business or scale your business or sell a business. Who knows? My, My whole point here is to say that what your goal is actually isn't as important. And what matters is that you do have a goal, that you do have an intention. Now, here's why that's going to change everything for you. And this is, I'm, gosh, you guys know I'm a huge believer in goals and intentions. And this is why. First of all, chances are you're already doing a lot, but you're not tracking it or paying attention. Sometimes just setting a goal or an intention allows us to just have visibility and focus on the things that we actually are doing. It just gives us that opportunity to reflect and look back and say, ah, yes, I'm doing, I'm making progress. I'm doing things and I'm, I'm enough. Another reason why intentions are going to, if you set one, you will change everything for the next couple months. It's because as humans, we thrive with purpose. There's a lot of research, a lot of studies that have proven that lots of the times people who retire or win the lottery, you know, those things that we dream about, they actually report really low levels of happiness unless they have purpose alongside it. Goals, intentions, it's about purpose too. I also got to say this. It's really just about giving yourself what you need. One thing that you need. And if that is rest, that's great. Or if you need more fun, take a virtual dance class. Learn to become a super fast reader. That's one of the things that I'm curious about and I'm going to explore soon. Maybe it's trying a new restaurant and learning a new skill. Like just really give yourself something that you need more of, something that you're desiring. Two more reasons why I love goals and I think that they're so they're so powerful in really changing the way the rest of your year could shape up to whenever you're listening to this. It gives you something to look forward to and that is a very real thing that we need in this life and especially during times of uncertainty. Again, it doesn't have to be big. It's probably not going to be there around the world trip or anything massive, but it can be little things to look forward to. A movie night with a friend, a yoga class you've been looking forward to, just little things. Finally, this is really powerful. It will remind you to focus on what you can control. We cannot control so many things. And I mean, we're all learning this, right? But when you can focus on what you can control, that is a key factor for your happiness, for your mental health, for your sanity, for all of those things. 
So that's, gosh, you guys, I just want to like plead with you. I feel like I probably am a little bit here. Have a goal. Have an intention for the next couple months. I'm an advocate of 100-day goals, um, but do whatever feels right for you. Just set yourself an intention because it's going to remind you. It's going to give you a purpose. It's going to remind you to focus on what you can control. It's going to give you what you need right now, give you something to look forward to, and also just give you that visibility into the amazing things you're already doing. You're just not giving yourself credit for. Okay, now we got to talk to those of us who are already exhausted. I see you. I know you've done everything for everyone else and you feel like you just don't have the time, the energy for you. This is not your time. I see you. I've been there. I still go there sometimes. And I think Q4 is especially tricky, you know, back to school, Thanksgiving, year end in your business if you have one, Christmas, New Year's, oh my, and that's not even talking about COVID testing. (laughs) Let's be real. I know that you have commitments. I know you have obligations. I know you have people depending on you. You have responsibilities. And this is where I'm going to give you some love here, some tough love. You depend on you first. I know you've heard this before. You know that you can't pour from an empty cup. But I want you to hear me. If you're multitasking, come back to this. Are you still trying to pour from an empty cup? Are you still doing that? And I know I've caught myself, which is why I bring this up. I for sure have some deep-seated challenges around self-care and there's a lot of beliefs that I'm continuing to work through around what it means to be a good mom and a good wife. The truth is a lot of those beliefs I inherited when I was a child growing up and a lot of them don't serve me now in me actually being a good mom or actually being a good wife. There's been lots of times and I've caught myself where I've either not scheduled myself to go to a gym class or to go and do the yoga class that makes me feel better because I don't want to be, quote, the woman who takes care of herself because it's like in my head there's this negative connotation to that. Or I will come back from a gym class or come back from having a dinner with my friends and I'll try and overcompensate for that because, oh my gosh, I have to make up for the fact that I took time for myself because I need to take care of everyone else. I realized this uh, when I first had my daughter. I continue to realize this. And let me tell you, when I when I realized this, when I noticed this pattern in myself, I realized I had a choice. And the choice was that I continue to put everyone else first and stay in this cycle and stay in this victimhood or to consciously change this, to fill my cup up first, to make me matter so that then the joy, the happiness, the energy that I have spills over into other people. Is it easy? No. Has it been overnight? No. <laughs> it will probably be a lifelong thing. But it is something that I'm committed to changing. I am conscious of it. I am changing it for myself and I'm changing it for my daughter and for all the other women in our family and the women around me. I know this is hard. This is like maybe I'll get some upset mamas or women or men, whoever listening to this being like, yeah, but you don't understand. So let me say this. Are there times when we do not, when we have busy days and other times I don't always get to lounge around and just ignore my responsibilities. Yes, absolutely. It is not perfect every day. But I consciously am working to reprogram this. Every week, this is one of the things I do. I'm very intentional about doing things for myself, about creating time, joy, rest, purpose, whatever it is that I'm desiring, connection, friendship, sleep, whatever that is, a girl's night out, in, whatever. You have a choice too is my point here. And I want you to choose you because if you are saying you don't understand, I have no time for myself the rest of the year, blah, 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 blah. If you're stuck in doing everything for everyone else, I've got a big announcement for you. No one is coming to save you. 
if you are doing things for everyone else, no one is going to save you and no one is going to tell you to stop because they're getting the good end of the deal, right? If someone kept paying for your lunch every day, would you tell them to stop? Probably not. If someone organized, you know, your social activities or coordinated your pickups and drop-offs or did all the grocery shopping or whatever it is, would you tell them no thanks? Obviously not. No one is going to tell you to stop. No one is going to give you permission. No one is coming to save you. And I'm talking to you all out there. Whether it is your family, whether it is your work team, whether it's your the board that you sit on, the strata building, whatever it is, they're not going to tell you to do less. They're not going to tell you to, to stop working. So be sure that you give to yourself first. You are responsible for you and you decide. You can continue. This is your choice to not have the time, not have the space. You can continue to sacrifice and to be the martyr. Trust me, I'm telling you this real heart to heart that I have a giant story that I need to be a mommy martyr and that's why I'm so committed to killing that story. And I'm here for it if you're here for it. So first you decide. You decide what you can actually do. You Well, you decide that you're going to choose to change the story, that Yes, you could continue to do everything for everyone else or you can decide that in order to do anything for anybody else, you first have to do for you. So if you've decided that, and my gosh, I hope you're listening. I want to like give you the biggest hug and say, I know it's so hard, but make this decision and it'll change everything and you'll have to continue deciding all the way along the road. It's not an easy thing. But once you've decided, then you can look at, look every week and just say, what can I do for myself this week? Start to deboss, as I call it, delegate, batch outsource, stop doing things, simplify, stack doing them, communicate with those you love about what you need, communicate with those you work with about what you need and what you can and can't do. When you start to honor your time, your mind, your heart, and you guard it with the preciousness, the preciousness, okay, let me just restart that. I want you to honor your time, to honor your mind, your heart, and to guard it with the same preciousness, with the same care that you give to all those that you love, to the causes you care about, to the work that you do. Put yourself on the map. Put yourself first. When you are your best self, that is when everything else can thrive. In case you were wondering, this is the more soulful part of this talk. I hope that there's still some pep in here because I have something else to drop with you that's that's pretty real. And this is an answer to the, the people that message me. Maybe it's you that you wonder on if it's a day where you're wondering what the heck is the point. It feels like there's no point. It feels like I should just wait. I got to tell you, I keep seeing the memes. They say things like, bye 2020. I'm so done with 2020. Bring on 2021. And I can't lie. This I would not put this year on my list of easiest or best years. But there is a reason why I don't believe in wishing time away And there's a reason why I believe that you should not just wait for next year. Here we go. Some of you guys know this, (laughs) that six years ago, I faced the reality that I only have a year or two left to live. And if you want to hear the whole story, it's episode zero of Golden Girls Podcast. There's a link in the show notes. It is literally where this whole story, this whole podcast begins. I'm not going to tell you all of it again, but I have to say this. To this day, I distinctly remember the moment when I looked in my husband's eyes And I asked him what we would do if I only had a year or two left to live. What would we do if my life was going to be over before I even turned 30? I remember the flood of emotions that I had. I remember all the things in my heart and my dreams that I still wanted to come true. And I remember the sinking feeling 
the reality that I may never get to experience those things that I desired so deeply. Those things that I kept telling myself I would do one day, that I could do when I was ready, the things I would do next year. It literally makes me want to cry just saying this. You guys know I'm lucky. My health scare was six years ago and it was just a scare. I'm healthy today, minus this nagging cough. This scare though is what got my butt in motion. That scare is what drives me every day to not only make the most of my life, but to serve and help you to do the same. See, my friend, none of us know when our time is up. And I realize you're probably not, like no one wants to talk about mortality or dying. But the reality is that one day, you won't get another chance. I hope that that day doesn't come for a long time for all of our sakes. But since we can't control exactly how many days we got on this planet, I would rather focus on what you can control. And here is what you can control. You can control the gratitude you have for every day you wake up and you get to be alive. You control the fact that you can take the reins and you decide what action you're going to take. You get to choose whether you're going to numb your way through the next who knows how many months, whether it's numbing through too much social media or TV or alcohol or food or gossip or whatever that is. Choose your poison. Choose your numbing poison there. You get to choose whether you're going to do that or if you're going to choose to be present in your life and whether you're going to create moments to enjoy, find reasons to be joyful, to truly live life today. You get to decide whether you're going to pretend like your dreams are impossible or that you can't do it or that you're not ready or if you're going to go for it. You get to control whether you wish the time to pass or whether you choose to enjoy and soak up as much as you can the good, the bad, the painful, the brilliant, the lessons. Oh my gosh, the lessons, you guys. So many lessons. Now, I've had my scare My decision has been made and I have to continue to make this decision. And even this year, I know what I've decided. I've decided to go for it. I've decided to claim my big dreams and I continue to. I continue to deeply in my soul know that I am going to make a difference in this world and I'm going to support every woman that I can to do the same for her life. That's the big stuff. But I've also decided that on the days when it's really hard, that I'm going to give myself grace and love and compassion and let myself cry. I've decided to make the time for the people who matter the most, to sneak in meditations before bed, to play fun music and dance around my house and dance with my team and my community, to look at my daughter and be in the magic of her littleness and her toddlerness, even when it is total chaos a lot of the time. I've chosen to live my life for big dreams and to live every day in the small moments too. Now, Having said all that, it is up to you to decide. Are you going to wish away the next 100 days this year? Are you going to wish away however many months? Or are you going to make the most of every single precious day you have? I feel like I should end this by saying like, thanks for coming to my TED Talk, but I'm not done yet. Let's keep going. I got to tackle one more thing that I keep hearing. And it is, I haven't been able to get anything else done for the rest of this year. So what can I actually do between now and the end of the year? What can I actually accomplish in just a few months? And let me say I'm so glad you asked this question because it is one of my favorite topics. You don't need a lot of time to achieve a goal or an intention. I'm personally an advocate of 100-day goals because I think that's a great time frame. And I will share more about this in some upcoming episodes. 
But know this. If you're listening to this, I think this should be released around September 26th. If you're listening to this anytime, and maybe between now and December 31st, or if you even look ahead (laughs) to 30 days or 90 days, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many days you do it for, what framework you use, or any of the other crap we've been taught to believe about goals. Traditional goals are metrics-focused, they're time-bound, they're quote achievable, quote realistic. Basically, they're boring AF and you know it. And if you don't know what AF stands for, just go Google that or ask a teenager in your life. Best case scenario, goals are boring. Worst case scenario, they're stressful and they make you feel like you're a failure if you don't achieve it. Am I right? Okay. That's not how I do things. (laughs) Here's what actually matters. What matters is that you just choose one focus goal or intention. Screw all the other stuff you've heard about goals. Just focus on one thing, one intention for the rest of the year. Get clear on how you want to feel and do things that make you feel that way along the way. Take consistent action every day towards your goal. And here is probably the most important part. You get back up when, not if, but when things don't go as planned. That's it. Like that is what matters. One goal, get clear on how you want to feel and do things to feel that way. Take consistent action every day and get back up when things don't go as planned. Now, I'm also a believer, as I said, in the big dreams and the small moments too. So create a plan that is okay to evolve. Give yourself grace. Celebrate along the way. Include rest and relaxation and self-care and lots of dance parties. (laughs) And join our workshop, which I'll talk about more in a minute. That's it though. Like that's that's what matters, you guys. And look, here's a question for you, my friend. On January 1st of the next year, do you want to be exactly where you are today? Are you happy with where you are today? Is it what you want? Would you be happy to be in the exact same spot? How would you feel if you were in the exact same spot in one year or two years? Do you hope that your life is exactly the same? If the answer to any of those is no, then you can't wait. No one's coming to save you. Nothing is going to make you change unless you make the decision yourself. I don't want you to sit back and wish in a few months or worse, a few years that you would have started today. This isn't about adding more to your already overfull plate. Maybe over the next three months you have a goal like me, which is to actually start delegating and simplifying and stop doing more things so you have more space in your life. It can be as simple as taking time to breathe and going for walks more often. This also isn't about making your current life wrong or making you feel like you're not enough or like you're not good enough. That is not it at all. You are enough and you have everything that you need right here, right now, today. This is about recognizing that you can be enough. You can have everything in this moment and you can still have a desire to create change in the world, in your life, in whatever that is. This is about being honest with yourself about the beautiful potential that you have inside of you. It's about honoring the dreams you have in your heart and the journey that you're meant to be on in your life. If there's even a tiny little bit of you that believes that there is more out there for you, that there's something else that you're going to create in this life, that there's something else you're desiring, whether it's in three months or six months or 30 years, do not wait. If you take consistent action from now to the next 100 days, literally go to Google, open up on your phone and say, hey Google, what's 100 days from today? It will tell you and pick an intention from now till then. I know this, when you take action, you see results. Do not let that nagging voice that says, well, realistically, what can I really get done? Don't let that stop you from getting started. Just get going. I hope everything I just shared there helps shift your mindset. 
I hope you've gotten some inspiration and maybe a little loving kick in the butt to get you moving. Like I said, part heart to heart, part pep talk, right? Look, I also know that it might take more than this and it probably will. And that's why I'm so excited to be hosting a live two-day workshop to help you rock the rest of 2020. It is happening Wednesday, September 30th and Thursday, October 1st of 2020. Now, link in the in the show notes, of course, always. And if you're listening in the future, you can still go to the same link. I'll make sure any future workshops are listed there too and hop on the wait list if you miss out. But let me assume that you're listening to this and you can still come to the workshop because I need to speak with you. I want you to know that if you are ready to stop telling yourself that you haven't done enough, stop convincing yourself that this year has been a waste and stop telling yourself that you've been slacking all year, this is for you, my friend. Look, I know that you want to get intentional about the rest of how you feel without feeling overwhelmed. If you want to feel proactive and in control instead of feeling like you're always reacting, if you're ready to get clarity on your goals and what is important for you and do this in a simple way, I've got you covered. If you want a solid gold rope, Gold, solid gold, gold roadmap. Yeah, that works. Um, if you want that, I'm going to give it to you. And if you just want to be excited to have some energy, have momentum, be motivated again, and take action, big or small, whatever that is, this virtual workshop, any virtual workshop we do, is for you. But especially when we are doing September 30th and October 1st, this is a two half day event. And it is a perfect blend of content that's that's actionable. There's going to be networking with amazing like-minded women and intimate coaching with yours truly. Hello, that's me. I was just actually yesterday looking through all the content and remembering all the progress of the people that came to our August workshop. Like Laura, I, you know, that's actually so cool to be able to share her story. Seeing their progress, seeing how far they've come makes me so freaking excited for you, you don't even know because I know what's possible for you. I know what's possible if you can just get some support, if we can give you a community to help you, if I can just help you get out of your own way, which I know I can, I want you to be there. And tickets, tickets are only $47 US because you're in my community. So the link is going to be in the show notes, lisamichelle.com forward slash workshop. I'm not sure about any future prices, but you know, check out the website. It'll tell you everything. Um, your ticket for this workshop includes two half days of content, the networking, and coaching. You're going to get access to an extensive workbook too to help you work through your goals. And I know you're going to walk away energized, inspired, and excited with a solid gold goal plan. I think I said that right. That <laughs> um, Just so you know too, we have a VIP option as well because I know some of you guys want a little bit more personalized support. So for our VIPs, we're hosting a bonus call after the workshop to have all your questions answered. And you also get access to all the replays because life is busy sometimes. Sometimes we need to prioritize. And this way you can actually listen to the recordings or re-listen to them at any point, maybe when you're doing dishes or going for a walk or whatever that is. And tickets for VIP are only $97 all in. And of course, links are in the show notes. Well, Golden Girls, that's all for today. What I want you to know and hear is that your life is precious. Your time is precious and stop settling for it being mediocre. That is what I want. I see you and I know you don't even realize how incredible you are. You don't even see how much you've already accomplished this year. All the obstacles overcome, the resiliency that you've shown, all the craziness. Think about all the craziness of this year and you are still here. If you do nothing else, take a moment right now to celebrate you and how far you've come. Seriously. I hope you hear me as you're ready to reboot, to reset, and to wipe the slate clean. I want you to start fresh from here until the end of the year. I want you to focus on whatever is important to you in this moment. 
I want you to focus and knock out one more thing for the rest of 2020, no matter how big or how small it is. When I was putting together the notes for this episode, I thought of my daughter. And I thought of the things that we say to our kids, you know, really to any kid we see, whether it's a neighbor or a niece or nephew or a random kid on the street. When a kid falls down, we hug them. Maybe not if it's a stranger kid, but <laughs> we, we hug them and we tell them you did great and we encourage them to get back up. When kids make mistakes, we tell them it's a part of the process. We tell them that's how they learn and that's a part of it. When our kids aren't constantly producing or accomplishing things or, and hustling, I mean, me even saying this, right? We don't expect kids to hustle and produce. We don't expect that. But somewhere, somehow, we lose the ability to tell ourselves this. When we become adults, somehow we expect perfection from ourselves and we have so much more judgment for ourselves than we do for our kids. So what I want to say to you is this. I want you to look at yourself the same way that you would look at your child or child that you love or your five-year-old self. If you've fallen down this year, give her a hug. Tell yourself that you've done great things and encourage yourself to get back up. Tell yourself it's okay to try again. If you have made a mistake this year or if things haven't gone according to your plan, tell yourself and remember that it is a part of the process. That's how you learn and progress isn't a straight line. If you haven't been constantly producing, if you haven't accomplished everything you set out to this year and if frankly you're, you're sick of hustling, remember what you would tell your five-year-old self. Look at the accomplishments you've made this year. There are so many. And remember, you're a human being, not a human doing. Most importantly, don't forget that if you are listening to this, you're still here. 2020 hasn't taken you down and there are no guarantees. Each day you are on this planet is a gift. Live today with intention. Spend your time with intention. You are precious, my friend, and there is only one of you in this whole world. There will only ever be one of you. You only have one life and you get to choose. Are you going to say, I give up 2020? Or are you going to say, try me 2020? Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.